separate marketing funnels for each of them. So we produce different content for them mm -hmm. to digest. I market to them in different places. A lot of tech and dev folks hang out on Reddit. Our comms buyer, yeah. our CMO doesn't. So mm. I'm going to go there and I'm going to serve up a white paper or a data piece that's really something that tech folks really want over there. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamphouse Films, the show where we bring you direct access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Lamphouse Films is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. Our passion, both in our commercials and on the show, is to help companies create marketing that is honest, beautiful, and effective. Today, we're joined by Marcy Masura, the CMO of Brightspot and a leader in establishing brand influence from the inside out. But first, make sure to subscribe and click the link below to get our free bonus content. If you've been enjoying the show, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a review. It takes about 20 seconds and helps other people find the show and hear from these amazing marketers. Now, let's jump into our conversation with Marcy. I think especially more and more now, people want to know that the companies that they're giving their money to aren't evil. I think that's like a growing, yeah. growing well, priority. Well, a big study, I think like five or six years ago on millennials, but millennials aren't really young anymore, but whatever. There was a study <laughs> on uh, people that that was top of mind for um, brands that they invest in, meaning that they're going to spend money with. It matters to them that they're not hmm. an evil empire. You know, I think I think it matters. I think we're seeing that with Facebook today. And we saw this uh, started about three or four years ago where band, brands actually started pivoting away and advertisers yeah. pivoted away. Um, simply because of news stories, right? So no, mm -hmm. no other, not on return, but simply on news stories. So we know it's a motivating factor yeah. um, as it should be. So I think, I think as marketers, we're becoming more and more aware of this, but then there's also like a really ugly way of doing that. Like, mm. Hey, we're all probably terrible people, but today we're going to go build a playground and then we're going to come back and be terrible people more. And we're going to write a blog about it. Totally. Not like anybody yes. thinks that they're a terrible Look person. Look at our pictures. So, it must be really good people. Yes. yes. So how do yes. you, how do you, I think it's great that for you guys, it's a part of who you are and it's a part of your marketing message, but how do you make it a part of your marketing message without it becoming like that other thing? Well, that's tough. It is tough. I mean, it's hard. You don't want to be that guy at the party, right? Like, hey, I, I help orphans. And like, you don't want to be that guy, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it is hard. I think one of the best ways is to keep it separate from your selling message. It's a separate message. Hmm. It doesn't, one doesn't have to do with the other. So I should never be talking about our mission guided work um, in the same channels or in the same breath as I'm talking about our product. Our, hmm. our API for CMS, right? So in other words, I would never do an ad that says, buy an, our API for CMS um, from a good company who does good works. Like those, hmm. they should never be together, right? So yeah. it's looking for different ways to, to talk about it and to be a little humble about it, just making sure that it's available, um, you know, on any on your website where people go, we make sure that it's something that people can see if they want to. Um, but most importantly, it's about making sure that we continue to give those experiences to our employees so that our employees can also talk about, Hey, it's so cool that my company does this. Yeah. Um, that's what means the most to us mm -hmm. is that they can share that message and they don't have to go out and say, Hey, we have a really cool content management system. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have them share the good stuff. And I think that's hard. You guys have such a, um, like a complicated, maybe isn't the right word, but it, it is like a rob- It's a, it is a robust, complicated to articulate offering that, uh-huh. uh, and perhaps you don't feel that way because you spend so much time I figuring out how either. to articulate it. But yeah. it, do you feel like in part that strategy is because it's like, it's an easier to digest piece of media or do you feel like, oh no, that's just part of who we are. And so. No, part of it comes from the origins of the company. And it also comes from our, our ICP, which is our ideal customer profile in mm. that a large portion portion of the people that are buying from Brightspot are technical buyers. They're hardcore dev guys mm-hmm. and they don't want the light glossed over stuff. They want to get down yeah. to the meat of it, right? So we'll talk very technically to them. But really where our growth um, and our big story is coming from is not those buyers. So hmm. we are moving to more simplified message. So, um, and simplifying a lot of our assets. So it's much more clearly um, sort of, you know, bright spots and API first CMS, right? Which is a content management system. So it's a platform, right? It's a way to build digital experiences, net net websites. Mm-hmm. So it's a software um, and we're starting to kind of trickle that down into a more simplified uh, way, but it does depend on who you're talking to, right? If yeah. you're talking to a tech, tech guy, like he's like, don't give me the, you know, marketing words. Tell me exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you, how are you leading with both of those messages or are you just, cause we, you know, we have the same experience where some of our customers are people who are agencies who've like, you know, made a thousand films before they know what it's like. And some people yeah. are like, what do you mean a video? Like, you know, there's like yeah. totally different education levels coming into it. So are you, I assume you're not talking to them both simultaneously. Are you seeking them out separately and trafficking different messages? We, we have separate marketing funnels for each of them. So we produce different content for them mm-hmm. to digest. I market to them in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, like a super understandable example is like a lot of tech and dev folks hang out on Reddit. Our comms buyer, yeah. our CMO doesn't. So mm. I'm going to go there and I'm going to serve up a white paper or a data piece that's really something that tech folks really want over there. So it's specifically yeah. targeted to them where they are. And then our comms folks, I can hit them with some display advertising on LinkedIn. Yeah. Right? Like huge, totally different mm-hmm. um, strategies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, awesome. I feel like it all for us, we put a huge emphasis on like coming to each platform natively. So like talk to Reddit people like Reddit people talk, talk to LinkedIn people like LinkedIn people talk. And I guess if you're doing that, then you're sort of, you're sort of like not like by default, just sort of hitting people with their own language. Yeah, I call that dress for the party. So depending on what party you're going to, you dress appropriately, right? And so that's how you talk, that's how you look, and that's what you brought to the party, meaning what content, what asset, what are you doing, right? Hmm. So yeah, we dress for the party. I love that, by the way. That's a really great way of putting it. Um, if you're if you're talking to somebody who has a smaller marketing team who is still you know struggling through how to how to manage their culture, still building it, what is the one piece of advice that you would leave them with to to um, encourage their um, their their workforce to to come together? Um, transparency. I hmm. think being authentic and transparent. I think it was sort of a 
old school kind of IBM mentality that like there's corporate information and that that's for you only on a need to know, you know, like you're over here employee and like, you don't need to see our budgets. You don't need to see what our profit margin is. You don't need to see, you know, how our marketing mix is broken down, how much we spend on sales or how much was the Christmas party. You don't need to know that. You know what? People want to know that. Hmm. They want to know where they sit, how their company is investing. They want to be part of that whole process. It doesn't mean they have any influence over it. Doesn't mean, you know, but there's, when you take trust out of that relationship, I think you really sacrifice that desire for excellence Hmm. because why, why would I go above and beyond for you? You won't even tell me anything. So, and I was just talking budgets, but there's a lot of things like that that come down to sort of authenticity and trust and being transparent with your employees. Um, It just goes a a long way in building Hmm. that relationship. That's such a hard leap to make for people though. I'm sure if you're so used to not doing it, but it's also like, man, but if you're not comfortable with it, then what do you have to hide? Like, it is weird, but it's, it is something though that I try to encourage people to dabble in transparency. So you don't have to just swing open the doors and be like, here we are, everybody. You can start with little things that you kind of start to feel more comfortable with. And before you know it, you're being fully transparent with your employees about your decisions and what you're doing. And, yeah. um, I mean, you've all, we've all heard of like companies that are like, well, we're, you know, send out an email. Well, we're merging with someone tomorrow. We're merging. You now work for this company, you know? And I always think like, wow, they went through that process for six months, a year, whatever. And they didn't think to tell their employees hmm. at all that it was a possibility. Like that's sad. There's yeah. Trust there. So, yeah. And I, I think that's that that's so great that that is how you're generating that buy-in. Like that's the trade-off. Yeah. That that's the real risk that you're giving up is people caring about what they're doing. Right. Right. I mean, it generally works in your favor. You know, if you show people that you care that they are informed, they will then care about you. Yeah. Um and you in this case being, you know, the brand um, yeah. or the management of the brand. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, every relationship is risky though. Right. I just don't think we, mm. we just don't think enough it, of our employees as people that we're in relationships with. Yeah. I think we, we group them by saying employees, you know, like these are people, these are humans mm-hmm. and you're in a relationship with them and you should treat them with the kindness, you know, that everybody deserves really. Yeah. And if you, and and, like in any relationship, if you, if you want them to be honest with you and to be with you, you got to be honest with them and be with them first. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Seems logical. Yeah. When you put it, when you put it like that and break it down to like its essence, it feels very obvious. That's great. Yeah, Some things are harder to execute, of course, (laughs) than in theory. Yeah. Um, But I think it's good to hold on to that as a, you know, a North star guiding post that you want to be more authentic. You want to be transparent, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to work kindly. And I think if you strive for that a little bit more every day, then you, you eventually achieve those things. And it reflects on other people that report to you that have other people report to them, right? They're going to go and take that and treat their people better. So that's how it gets infiltrated across the organization. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamp House Films. 
Lamphouse Films is a production company that creates film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign or would like to hear more about what we do here at Lamphouse, we would love to hear from you. You can reach me directly at josh at lamphousefilms.com or schedule a meeting right now using the link in the description. While you're there, click the link to get access to our bonus content. It's totally free. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on a podcasting platform, send us that review. It goes such a long way. Marketing Conversations is a production of Lamp House Films, produced by Lauren Zare and Malia Irby. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Until next time, stay inspired and let's keep the conversation going.